Welcome to the Not So Minnesota Nice Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Today's episode 12. We're Ugh. talking about robots, mermaids, and other peculiar things. I am pretty excited to talk about robots because, as we know, I'm watching Eureka again. And, of course, I think my favorite, like, AI personality of all time is probably Sarah. Yes, the house. Yes, yes. the house. For Smart anyone house. who hasn't <laughs> seen Eureka, um, Sarah is a house. She's the, like, personality of the house, the programming behind it. And she can do basically everything because it's Eureka. Um but there was also an episode where Sarah lost her mind. Yeah, she locked people in rooms. Yeah. To sleep with gas. A whole bunch of things. Not to spoil it or anything. But, right, and I mean, then they had to, like, fight and get back, yeah. like... They had to fight the house. Yeah. But how do you fight a smart house? I mean, really. Didn't they have to, like, work out their issues? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, Sarah was having PMS or something. Yeah. But I think that's where... The, like, kind of ethical issue with, like, artificial intelligence comes into play. It's, like, how how lifelike do we want to make things? Because, I mean, eh. robot uprising. Yeah, that's how we get ob- robot, robot, oh my gosh. Oh, robot uh- <laughs> <laughs> uprising. I'm sorry. I have had a cold for, like, two days, and I don't know if you noticed, my voice is all kinds of jacked up, but I can't talk, like... More so than normal, so bear with me. We're, we're pushing through. It's we're pushing good. through. We and got it's this. Monday after like a super Ooh. crazy long like weekend and everything, but we got nuts. this. It's all good. So robot uprising. Yeah. <laughs> like are we talking iRobot style, house right? robots that get treated badly and no, you know what? They were just trying to make us all safe. Yeah. It was their programming just working extra good or extra um, efficiently or trying to. Yeah. Well, that I think. That was one of the things that most scared me about, uh, like, smart or, like, self-driving cars. Because there was the accident where, you know, someone died, and it's like, how, how smart is the AI in those, those cars right. to know whose life is, would be more important? Like, there's so many, yeah. like, I don't know, ethical dilemmas there. There, yeah. There's actually a really good... Oh, I cut you off. That's okay. Sorry. There was a really good episode of The Good Place where they, you know, took the the philosopher guy and they're on a train and two train tracks and he's like, okay, well, there's, you know, three people on these train tracks and there's a group of people on this train track, so who do you kill? And it's like, that's what these cars are, are basically having to decide. Right. And they don't have the humanity, which we don't want them to have the humanity, but I mean, that's just it. You know, well, how much? How much of it do you really? Want how much have? humanity can they have? Yeah, and how much is too much? Yeah, you know, how do you how do you judge that kind of a thing? How much soul does it have? <laughs> right, <laughs> they don't have souls. Right, but oh, what was that? Oh, I should have looked it up. There's that buddy cop show. It got canceled, but I actually thought it was really good. And one of the cops is actually an android. Oh, oh my goodness. I'll look it up and we'll let our listeners know. Or if, if anyone has listened to it and knows what I'm talking about, leave us a message so I don't have to Google. Oh, no. Rude. <laughs> rude. <laughs> right? Just so rude. Google. <laughs> but, like, what started me thinking about robots in general was that MIT article thing I read. Um, is MIT scientists created psychopath robot by showing it violent content from Reddit. 
Why? Yes, this and that's like the only response I could possibly think. But, but why? Why? <laughs> and that's it's like that's how you get a robot uprising. Well, and that just proves how much they can learn. You know, yeah. like how scary that could be. One, I mean, if everyone has a house robot and you're showing it bad things, it's just scary. Yeah, you know exactly. The vacuum cleaners, those little those little Roombas are gonna revolt. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna suck. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna suck. Yeah. It's gonna be like the the crab with the knife that you're yeah. talking about. It's gonna be. A... I will cut you. Didn't they do that? I think I'm pretty sure if we were to hop on YouTube right now, we could see a Roomba knife fight. Oh, I'm sure. I think I remember actually watching a Roomba knife. Fight. Battle robots are a thing. It's true. They really are. I've and seen it's... Big Hero Six. <laughs> Not well. Oh, okay. I just. You know what. I'm tired. It's okay. <laughs> I forgive you. I mean, I definitely think that the the evolution of, te- of technology is so interesting and cool. And, you know, the fact that they're using robots for surgery and stuff. And yeah. it's, in, it's improving, you know, doctors' lives as well. And the longevity of doctors. Like, if they're not having to do as much hands-on, you know, it's protecting their hands, which are their instruments as well. Right. Um, but then we found that article about, like, just random stupid ones. Right. Um, the Hydrate Spark water bottle, I will say, is great, though, if you're, like, <laughs> really bad at drinking water like I am because it actually, like, can sync up with, like, your Fitbit or your Apple Watch or whatever, and you just, like, drink it down and it reminds you to drink. That's kind of cool. Right. It's I mean, like... it's, it's kind of stupid, but if you got it as a gift... Yeah, right. That'd and, like, for people like me who really just don't drink water. I, I, mean, I can't talk. Flavor in it. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, water gross. But it's not gross. You should all drink water. Water is good for you. It's so good for you. It's so hard to drink it, though. Some people, like, people who really enjoy drinking water. Like, I just wish I could be like you. Say people who like tomatoes. I really want to like tomatoes. But if I, like, even get the slightest little seed, I'm like, mm, nope. 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 I'm nope, out of nope. here. Going to Nope Town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the water bottle idea is really cool that syncs up with your Fitbit or your smartwatch. Um, the Brita system, though, the little... Oh, yeah. Like, why? But yeah. why? I mean, I guess I should have looked at that a little bit more because if it maybe told you the quality of your water for people who are, like, really, like, I want super pure water or whatever. You have a Brita. It's super pure water. I know. I know. I was, I was trying to play devil's I advocate. Know. And I know. No, it's, it seems pretty stupid. But why? I know. I mean, there was the smart oven was one of them that I just saw in passing. And I can't really say too much about that because if it like actually was a sensor and could sense when your food was like almost done. That'd be cool. Holidays would be so much easier. Right. So much easier. No more burned things. Although you do not need a flat of a oh. tortilla maker that's like a Keurig. Yes. What is that? Yeah, I mean the the uh. the dough comes in like little approved pods, and yeah. then you put it in just like you do with like your Keurig, and you put more waste into the environment. And what was it per pod? It was it was six dollar or uh, eight dollars for a six pack. That. Or an eight pack for six dollars. That's oh, yeah. what it was. Okay, yeah. So and the the machine oh I didn't write it down. Upwards of four hundred dollars. Oh right. Like, yeah. Who, I, who? Why? And the makers eh. are like, Oh, well, we want it to be able to do other flatbreads. 
still that's still not Mm -hmm. worth the money i mean Mm -hmm. even if you are like a crazy organic person and you know the dough just happened to be like super organic or gluten-free or something it's still not worth that no it's still cheaper just to go to you know your health food store and pick up a pack (laughs) i don't i don't get it i don't i don't get keurigs though either i mean really it was nice. It was one of those things that's like nice for if everyone wants something different, you don't have to make a whole bunch of pots of things, I guess. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just a waste of space and money. Yeah, and it's so bad for the environment. So many pods. We got a reusable pod for ours, but that's it still was cool. just. It, but how many the, people don't? Right. Well, and the the coffee, I feel like the coffee is always watered down mm-hmm. from your curry. Always. Yeah. It's not enough coffee. I know. I make mine like super duper duper strong like it'll put hair on your chest <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean what? when you have kids you, you just you need a little extra boost <laughs> well and i was using it for tea because i don't really oh, yeah. drink too much mm-hmm. coffee i mean when i do i want strong coffee but i was using it for tea and it was like why am i doing this uh, yeah i mean really the hot chocolate one's good that's true but but still yeah it's, it's just not, mix in water huh? it's not worth it it's not worth it we're just becoming lazy because we have all these weird electronics like the the happy fork or the happy fork <laughs> bluetooth fork that tells you if you're eating too fast it'll vibrate and be like oh god slow Which, down i could see applications for someone who has that particular eating like an eating problem yeah. but like for the rest of us it just it's things it's like, a 65 dollar fork right Exactly. It's just a $65. And I, I mean, there there has to be multiple medical reasons yeah. for something like that. I mean, even people who have GERD, you know, if they eat too fast and they get all like sorts of weird digestional issues or whatever, but it's just, it's weird to think that's where our world is headed. Oh, do you see the uh, um, Bluetooth enable- enabled Rubik's Cube? Yeah, what, uh, it tracks your, you know, your progress and how to solve it, and helps you solve it faster, and helps you. I mean, it ha- it has applications to help you do things like that, like those kind of puzzles, and work out your brain like that. But you'd think that really, it's just a better workout to just do the Rubik's cube. Yeah, like it just seems very odd. Because maybe are, it plays music too. I don't know. People are getting too lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that a little bit in our. Uh, mm-hmm gaming episode wow (laughs) absolutely the map doesn't show me where to go and a bluetooth fork is still not the weirdest thing that we found that's true it's not the icon Icon. condom well they say it's the world's first smart condom but it's actually and part of pardon the term it's a cock ring it it just goes on and it tracks your stats your like stamina like thrust what was it thrust uh (laughs) was it thrust per minute yeah something like that (laughs) like all those stats and you can remain anonymous or you can tie your name to it so that you can have those stats out there right which we're joking around about the deal breaker like he ends up buying it for you just to show you what a study (laughs) that would be so weird that would be weird i just i like how okay we were looking at businessinsider.com weirdest smart gadgets um and that's where we ended up finding that and it's an adjustable waterproof ring that goes around a guy's base and is said to track his thrust velocity velocity skin temperature calories burned and other stats during intercourse um 
and even the article says that this whole thing feels like a goof. Um, so then I Googled it, and there's, like, multiple articles, and there's also, like, a, a video on YouTube that almost looked like a little advertisement or something, like oh. a trailer. <laughs> Theatrical hopefully, trailer. Hopefully not with real people. Oh, God. That would be... A live demonstration. <laughs> right. Enjoy your, uh, porn vid. Oh, Lord. Um, but it would be intri- interesting, I guess, to see if that actually gets made. Right? Uh-huh. I just don't understand why... Would it sync up to your Fitbit? <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to do something comparable totally for it. women? <laughs> I know, right? Like, don't we want to know how many calories we burn? Right. Right? <laughs> I mean, you can set it to do for, like, exercise mode and just keep it on that while you're going at it. And then just, you know, because it tracks your heart rate or whatever, but... <laughs> I just, I want to know how warm I'm getting. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how does it only do, well, I suppose if it's inward sensors, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we should watch the uh, trailer. theatrical yeah, trailer have to for watch it. the trailer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so we talk about the, you know, weirdest robot type objects. How about what Ranker considered the greatest robots of all time I have my own list I do not believe Ranker we all have our own list okay <clears throat> no. um this one I'll just say a, a couple of the top ones R2-D2 Bender I mean I can agree that those ones would be in the top 10 C-3PO Optimus Prime which I would probably put number one because he's a badass um the T-800 Wally Data Iron Giant, Robocop, Johnny Five. And then Marvin the Parent, Android, and Bumblebee. And Bumblebee. There's so many good so robot many good representations. <laughs> Kit. Kit, I think, should. Oh, and a Dalek. Okay. Yes. Okay. Kind of a nerd. Baymax is all the way in 19. Yeah, I mean. Maybe we should post this on our page and have all of our amazing listeners go and vote for all these other badass ones. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, I mean, okay, Inspector Gadget is probably in. Fembots is on here. Um, K9 for any Whovians out there. Astro, Astro Boy. Boy. That movie still makes me cry. Cybermen. I love that they're on there. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Holy nerd love. Who would you pick to be your favorite robot? My absolute favorite robot, honestly, is Molly. Aww. And Mo. That's adorable. But I also love Marvin the Paranoid Android a whole bunch. And can you imagine if AI was like that, just depressed, and he could learn to be depressed? <laughs> I know. Like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Just don't take a bunch of people with you when you self-destruct. Right. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I loved um, the movie, Hitchhiker's Guide Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That is still my, like, when all else fails, and I don't know what to watch, but I'm just in a movie to watch a movie, I will pretty much just throw that one on. It's right. so great. It is. Oh my goodness. Well, we got through 15 minutes on robots. Okay. That's pretty good. But to our listeners, anyone who ends up listening to this episode, please leave us a comment on what you would consider your maybe top five favorite robots. Yeah. Um, and we can try to find time 
during our drinks and drama episode to give a few shout outs to our favorite ones. We'll do that first before the drinks and drama. <laughs> <laughs> Business first and then partying. And we have a uh, question up on our Facebook about mm-hmm. favorite drinks that we can try on our drinks and drama episode. We're going to try some, post some reaction shots if we can, you know, all that fun stuff. So check us out and post a comment there. We did have someone offer to bartend. We did. <laughs> I, I could just see that getting out of hand. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I'm probably going to have to Uber home. <laughs> or Lyft. I don't know. Whatever. We'll figure yeah, it out. We'll figure it out. I'll just end up, you know, pass out on your couch. I have a couple of those. It'd be okay. It'd be great. <laughs> All right. So the second part was mermaids. Yeah. Um. After we saw that one article. Oh. About um, the mermaids, like the mermaid community in Seattle, about, you know, these people who wear those super awesome detailed tails yeah. and they just go swimming and that's like their know, alter ego? Yeah, basically. I yeah. yeah. Um, I, got, I, I don't know. I just got more interested in looking at mermaids. There's some really cool stuff out there. There's some therapeutic value, too, to being a mermaid. Yeah. I liked the um, video that I ended up watching about it. You know, like something about just being in the water and being free and just open, yep. and it'd be neat. Plus, super good exercise. Those tails are a pain to move around, right? And you get some core workout. I want to try one. They're kind of awesome, right? Can we get a mermaid tail sponsor? Maybe. Let's do it. All Let's right. Try it. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, but there was that Ranker article. I was obviously on Ranker a lot recently. Um, the they thing, got the best weird articles. They do. <laughs> um, and the, what I love about most of their articles is they try really hard not to be, like, propaganda-y. Yeah. Um, like, this article was talking about historical evidence of mermaids. <laughs> it was the title. I was like, oh, okay, so it's going to be, like, all these people who's like, oh, I swear I saw a mermaid. And they did a really good job of, like, listing all the different, you know, known, quote-unquote, sightings. Like, Christopher Columbus wrote about seeing a mermaid, but that it was, like, super ugly. So, you know. Like, um, Ancient Roman authorities claimed that mermaids were real and that they could sink ships. Um, But then, once you actually go further and... To the article, they start talking about, like, what could they have actually been. Right. So, like, they, like, list all these sightings, but then they also try to debunk it, which yeah. is nice, because I don't, I, I hate people that would see that article title and be like, see, mermaids are real. Right. And they don't even read the don't article. Don't read the article. Um, but they talk about how manatees have been mistaken for mermaids. You could see that. And the dugong. Which is, like, basically like a manatee, except for its face kind of looks like a pig a little bit. A little bit. Maybe I'll post that one on our our Facebook, too. Mm. Um, But the one that was really creepy was the Jenny Hanovers, um, which are, like, rays. Uh, They are creepy-looking things, aren't they? They are. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's super creepy. I will definitely post this um, for all of you listeners, because it kind of sucks knowing that we're looking at something cool. Um, Sorry. (laughs) They say, like, um, they would actually, like, sailors would dry out the carcass and then shape them to kind of, you know, look more like mermaids or, 
evil fishes or whatever, because, you know, we were saying earlier, people in the olden days still fucked with each other. <laughs> yes, they did. They used what they had. <laughs> right? Um, and then it was talking about how we actually barely know anything about the ocean. We do. It's it's really amazing. More people have been to space than the deep, deep ocean. So, like, you're thinking Mariana Trench, you know, the deep stuff. Um, and then every dive that they do down there, they discover new species. So it's not like... It's amazing how many things that they're finding out about the deep ocean. Right. The deep, deep stuff. I forget what that level is called. I'm sorry. Forgive me. There is <laughs> a lot of there. fucked up shit down there. <laughs> there is. They found a uh, octopus that looks a lot like Dumbo. Like, it has these two little <gasps> fins on the top of its head that look like ears. Yeah. And it's pink. It's, like, baby pink. Yeah. It's cool. Oh, cute. But it's, like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Um, there was another article. It was probably a Ranker article. And it was like the creepiest things in the ocean. Um, and just looking through that, and I was like, yeah, um, I don't think I'm going to be one of those people that does like the deep sea fishing, you know, like out in the middle of the ocean, because I don't know what's down there and I don't really want to find out. Right? I mean, I know there's sharks and they're scary enough as it is. Oh, there's, there's this one thing. It's called a gulper eel. A what? Gulper. Gulper? gulper like, like it's going to eat your face like off? Like gulp, right? <laughs> oh, God. And it's basically this head with this giant mouth and then this skinny long tail that goes down, like, I think they said two meters. Like, two meters? crazy scary looking thing. Yeah. The, <gasps> and it can, its mouth is huge. Like, it's it's got these little eyes on the top and then its mouth is like, takes up like 70% of its head. Oh my goodness. It's huge. Look it up, man. Gulper eel. Gulper eel. Okay. Yeah. Another no. thing to go to the Google about. Go to the Google. Oh, my goodness. Look up gulper eel. I love how I was looking at a whole bunch of fun robot stuff this week, and you've been watching a whole bunch of awesome deep ocean stuff. <laughs> it's like we were preparing without even really preparing. It's because we do this in our sleep. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> For awesome. Um, what other fucked up shit have you seen on the show? Oh man! What show is it? Okay. Tell our listeners so, what you're watching. It's Blue Planet, Blue the Blue Planet. Oh yeah, Blue or Planet. Blue Planet. Mm-hmm. And it's episode two, and I think it's just called Deep Ocean or Deep Sea or something like that. Right. But anyway, is it on Netflix. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix right now. Okay. They have the whole series is actually really good. It's a whole bunch of different ocean things, but um, the deep one is pretty cool. They have a blue whale that died. The carcass drifted all the way down to the bottom of the ocean. Oh. And it took. Like eighteen months, I think, for all of the bottom feeders to to like strip it down, strip it down to a skeleton, and there was still matter attached to the bones that the little eels down there were eating. I don't remember what the little eels oh, were called. I, I suppose the salt water probably preserves it, right? It's yeah, I I don't know. I don't think they're they're very particular down there because they don't really eat get a lot of food, right? So like, there's a couple of different sharks. I one of them had a crazy scary name too. <laughs> But anyway, well, it's the this... same shark because that's pretty scary. <laughs> well, it's this, it's this, um, they get up to five meters long and they're pitch black and they're, but they're, they're not a bottom feeder shark, but they kind of look like one. Like their mouths are towards the bottom okay. instead of in front, you know, yeah. but they eat any dead things that fall down there. Is it like the toothless of the sea? Kind of like the toothless of the sea. Huh. But right. it's, and its fins are like these crazy feather looking because they, because it's swimming around in the deep sea, so it's like got these not normal shark fins. 
I'll have to look up the name. Post that, a picture. Was that on the second episode too? Yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness. Okay. You guys gotta watch it. It's really good. Yeah. It's very informative too. I always worry about watching some of those nature shows in front of the really little ones. Because like This one's pretty good. You okay. see some fish getting eaten kinda. That's but they okay. like added the only thing that really bugs me is they added like little eighties eighties sounding sound effects to some of the things. Oh, to make it seem less to scary. Make it more, yep. Mm-hmm. So like when the bioluminescence is happening, it's this like sing noise and it's like that's not the noise they make when they do that. <laughs> right. But maybe it is. Um and then seeing some of the anglers with their teeth is a little scary because I mean they've got a lot of teeth and they're big and some yeah. of them can't even close their mouth because of their teeth. I mean But it's still really cool. Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, there's a couple spooky parts with teeth, so they can't be, be okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of animated, like, animated-ish sort of looking. Kinda, yeah. Eh. Kind of cartoony. Kind of cartoony without being cartoony. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. I don't know. It's, I think it's rated, like, rated G, so. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yay, other peculiar things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Firefly, Firefly Squid are really cool, too. Um, so they have bioluminescence on their two main tentacles. Uh-huh. They actually, their whole body lights up when they're deep enough, but they come up to breed. So, like, fishermen will catch them in yeah. Japan. But they show these nets of rolling these shrimp, or shrimp, um, squid, and it's cool because it's these little glowy things, and they're everywhere, and oh. it's this, like, net full of glow. So it's kind of cool. Oh, I should definitely look that up, too. Yes. It's really neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I do some deal breakers? Yes. We're just, like, we're at 25 minutes, so. Deal break away. Okay. Um, can I start? Yes. Okay. This one's, like, just totally silly, and you can definitely ask questions, as always. So, my deal breaker for you is he drives an El Camino. (laughs) Dead silence. (laughs) I don't know how to ask questions about this now. Uh, All right, an El Camino. Yeah. Um, Is it a nice El Camino? Um, Yes. Like a nicely restored one? He has definitely done some... Restorations on it. What kind of restorations? <laughs> that made it sound really bad. <laughs> he um, spent a whole lot of money and time and effort to convert his El Camino into a hearse. Oh, that's definitely not a deal breaker. Um, is he going to love his car more than me? Um. Well, I mean, he did spend a lot of money on it, Which so hobbies are good, right? Um, so he definitely does make you take your shoes off whenever you get in. Okay. Um, you're, you're not allowed to touch any buttons. Okay. You have to wear gloves whenever you open the door. Mm. <laughs> but he normally prefers that you drive anyways your car. Okay. He doesn't really like anyone to sit in it. Would he restore a different car for me to look like a hearse? Because... No, he... It was just... His... It was just his El Camino. Mm. He felt like it was really really speaking to him hmm. when he saw it on the lot at a police auction. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it just it just spoke to him. It called okay. his name. Well, see, I'm a Leo and I like attention, and if the car was going to have more attention than me, then it would definitely be a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so conceited, but seriously. No, I do not get off on guys that are so obsessed with like their muscle car or... Well, I mean, the obsession doesn't bother me as long as they're still having time for me. Yeah. And they're putting me above their car. Right. 
for a lot of things. Pretty much like any kind of inanimate object. Like, if that's yeah. more important than me, yeah, like... Yeah, bye. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would be treated yeah. like a queen. And I know that's, like, setting feminism back to the 50s, but I don't really care. <laughs> Treat me like a goddess. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> well, We're Leos. Okay. I'll admit Equal, it. Equal's good, but you... you... Yeah, don't put me on a pedestal, because that's annoying. Don't be right. too nice. <laughs> right. Like, don't don't need to be worshipped, but it is really nice to be pampered. <laughs> I kind of want to be worshipped. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll worship you forever. Yes! <laughs> winning. Is winning still a thing? <laughs> it is today. Yes! <laughs> winning. winning again. <laughs> Did you come up with a deal breaker? I did, actually. It has to do with our robots a little bit. I'm excited. Okay, so (laughs) he has, you know, those little robot dogs? Yes. He has those. Lots of those. Like, he collects them? No, like, they walk around his house and he takes care of them like they're his dogs. Uh, Like, everywhere. Like, we'll say, like, ten. Okay, they don't pee. They don't pee. Um... Is he allergic to dogs? No, he just really likes the robots. Just really likes the robots. Yep. Okay, so... But he carries them around and, like, treats them like real dogs. Does he wear a man purse with the robot dogs in them? Only on weekends. Oh, fuck. Uh, Well, yeah, now we've reached deal breaker (laughs) territory. Um, But, I mean, even before that, it was, like, going back to what you were saying, like... If he really loves these robots and treats them like his dogs or children, like some people do when they love their dogs and, and pets so much, um, I might have a problem with that because I wouldn't be able to share in that love joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he'd totally be willing to have you help take care of them. Like, it wouldn't be like a... Yeah. Um, but still. But then what would happen when we broke up? I mean, would we have to share custody of... I think you would. Ten robot dogs? <laughs> At least a couple of them. Okay. Does, well, does he get mad if I, like, don't want to keep them in the bedroom? We won't say he gets mad. It's more, like, sad. So, like, he wants them to sleep in, in the bed? He wants them to be there. But he's okay leaving them out. He just will have to get up a couple times to make sure they're not barking. How mad would he get at me if I turned them off? <laughs> that would be a deal breaker for him. Yeah, no, this guy sounds like a... <laughs> um, uh, there's someone for everyone. There is someone for everyone. <laughs> this one's not for me. <laughs> and I like a lot of weird shit. <laughs> right? Like, it's not, uh, yeah. But it is so, like, I'm not even necessarily judging him as a person, because I like weird shit, too. Just don't want to be in competition with the dogs. Yeah. yeah no. And, like, if I can't love his dog-type creatures um, as much as him, that's not fair for him. Right. He, he I'm always going to resent those damn dogs, then. A little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was a really good one. My next one's, like, a little lame in comparison. It's all right. Let's go. Okay. So, going to the theme of our show this episode, um, would you rather, you know what, with a merman, or a mermaid, or a robot? 
does the merman or mermaid have parts to do things like that with? Because you'd think with the tail, and if they do things like fish, then they just lay eggs and fertilize randomly. <laughs> like, uh, well, no contest I robot. Mean, <laughs> there could be some heavy petting. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's just some pretty nice mermen and merladies out there. Just saying. <sighs> right. But, uh, I like, I like things that are... <laughs> <laughs> more <laughs> atomically correct. Anatomically correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... And the things robots could do. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I mean, look at the robots we have. They would never get tired. Exactly. Which I would hate. <laughs> well, you could turn them off. Which would be fantastic. See? Yeah. And mermaids would expect things in return. The robots do not care. You know, my I would have picked robots as well because I feel like a mermaid or a merman, whatever, um, wouldn't you, like, drown or something? Or when like, can they come out of, like, into the air for a long amount of time? Like, are they going to be beached and be flopping around like a fish? Because, I mean, that could be awkward. It could be like the Futurama episode where they have breathing apparatuses for people. Oh. Just something that sits comfortably in your jaw. What if? Nose. They became human when on land. But we're going to go back to the sea and be a mermaid? Or merman? Mm-hmm. How often are they visiting for these visits? Long enough. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of cool to maybe uh, mess around with a mermaid or mermaid. Is that going to be our next weird book that we write but, together? Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> mermaid love affair. <laughs> Is it like conjugal visits for them? Yes! <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Because otherwise they're stuck down there doing it like fish. <laughs> but they but they see it like we're the prisoners because oh, yeah, we're, 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 you know, oppressed and we, stuck on land. we, we cover our yeah. our scales and whatnot. This is going to be a good book. This is going to be a great Stay book. Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't even have another deal breaker for you. No, that's okay. That was more of a would you rather just because I, I was thinking of... Oh, oh, I oh. have a deal breaker. Okay, good. Okay, so he dresses like Aquaman from the 60s. Oh my god, yes. With the aqua tights. Yes! <laughs> You're totally talking about this. Because of our first episode, whenever you were talking mm-hmm. about the, the guy who goes to Comic-Con, yeah. but dresses up as, like, old classic creatures, or characters. Characters, yeah. And, you know, like, Superman or Batman, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's cool, that's totally cool, like, whatever, we'll hang out. Right. Um, but and Aquaman. Aquaman! <laughs> like, not Jason Momoa, Aquaman, no. because, yeah, Oof. give me some. <laughs> um, but the whole reason why they needed to rebrand and get Jason Momoa to be Aquaman was the, like... One that everybody in the fandom makes fun of, you right. know, like he's just this wimpy little royalty, whatever commands fish, aquatites, and aquatites. <laughs> oh man, I mean, he just dresses like him though. None of the like quirky personality. Or if anything. it was just like maybe once a year, uh, comic cons and stuff. But I mean, like if he wants to like travel all year and go to various comic cons just because he's obsessed, then probably. Okay. I mean, but he, he could be a professional cosplayer. That's true. Although you'd hope that he'd have things in rotation. Because who wants to be the same thing at every Comic-Con? Yeah. Like, no one. Cause that would be a deal breaker. I'm like, what is your... What, what's really going on here? Right. 
Like, is there some past, like, childhood thing? Like, does your daddy love you? Is Aquaman your daddy? I don't know. That's so Who's rude. your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So yeah. Aquatites, I, I think, in this scenario would be a deal breaker. Okay, got it. Goodness. I have to give a shout out to Scott for that one. That was yes, a good question. That was so amazing. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we're we're out of time. I know. That went happens well. every time. I know. But it's Monday night and we've all gotta be up early. Mm. Um so for now, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um stay tuned for next week. Yes, next week um we are finally going to talk about how long John and I have known each other and all the fun obstacles that have gotten us to our friendship today. I'm starting to regret this a no, little bit. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Drinks and drama, man. Drinks awesome. and drama. Um, <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Um, all those links should be attached in the episode or at least on our SoundCloud page. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we have nothing to clink tonight, so I guess just have a good week, guys. Clink! clink.